0: It's the Match Collection. It's the Match Collection. Uh, so important to stay hydrated, friends. Uh, guys, welcome. Welcome. We, uh, we're we recording episode two of the Matt Colick Show right now. You're here for it. You're here for it. You made it back. Or maybe you're here for the first time. Uh, either way, I sure do appreciate your, your presence here. Um, my name is Matt Colick. I'm your host. I'm your host. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a musician and podcaster. And blogger, and just a just a fellow who likes to have a fun old time. Uh, I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, and uh, I, I enjoy life. I, I haven't been disrupted too much by coronavirus in my personal life. Um, I go out on long walks now. I wear a mask. <laughs> um, what else? What else is happening? It's uh, the same day, April thirteenth, as uh, as when I recorded my first uh, the stuff for the first episode of the podcast uh, i just got done with that and now i'm uh, recording my stuff for episode 2 um this one features mary dean it's a musical duo that consists of jason and melissa katinger uh they're friends of mine they're from wisconsin but they live in new mexico in a house they built themselves uh they also uh were part of a cult for a while uh, you'll hear all about that and all about their music uh, and their Fine, fine musicians. Uh, you'll hear all about that in this episode of the podcast. Uh, they're excellent people. They, uh, oh, man, this is what I would do too. What if I were a guest on a podcast? I would, I would probably email the host with some concerns afterwards. <laughs> um, but I, I, I ensured uh, Jason and Melissa that their episode is fine. They, uh, we had fun. We had some laughs. We may have said them, said them, said some things that uh, could be construed as uh, ma- making like of other people but it was all we just want you all to know that it was all playful playful fun which is um always how it should be here on the Matt Collick Show. That's the only only type of, of thing I will tolerate. I will not tolerate actual mean spiritedness. So um, you know that that's not what was going on in this interview with Jason and Melissa of Mary Dean. Uh, this interview was conducted back in December, um, back around the time their album, Don't Feed Monsters, was released. Uh, that is available now on Spotify or wherever you get music. Um, so it was conducted back in December, so obviously no mention of coronavirus and anything that's happening in our world now here in April 2020. Um, So this is a conversation from December 2019 with Mary Dean. Uh, I'm probably going to add some music to this. Um, Maybe I'll I'll, uh, have a song playing underneath this. No, no, I won't do that. I'm going to, I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do. Before I get to the interview, I'm going to play the song Melody Number no. 5, which is the first track from their album, Don't Feed Monsters. You can visit marydeanmusic.com, that's m-e-r-i-d-e-a-n music.com, to download that track and all the others um, in MP3 format. Uh, you can also listen to it on Spotify and, and anywhere else, but it, the, the the point I'm trying to make is that it's going to be here in this episode before my interview with them. And then uh, after that interview is concluded, I'm going to uh, play the track, The 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 laurel tree. um, I might pop in to introduce that. True, uh, too. True. Yes, truly, I will be back to introduce that. So uh, please enjoy Melody number no. 5. Please enjoy my conversation with Jason and Melissa Katinger of Mary Dean. Visit marydeanmusic.com to learn more about them. Uh, follow them on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Buy their music. Uh, they've got a couple of new uh, projects that they're going to be a part of, in addition to being my backing band, which is something you hopefully can look forward to uh, this year. Uh, whether it's performance or recording. In addition to that, they've got um, another band and uh, many, many other artistic things going on. They just, all they do is make stuff. So um, follow them and you will be constantly delighted. So, uh, with no further ado, here is my conversation with Jason and Melissa Katinger of Mary Dean. Please enjoy. Oh, here is melody number five by Mary Dean. <laughs> followed by my conversation with Mary Dean. Please enjoy.
1: Take is be sure to initial here.
0: At a tempo of 120 and 4/4 (laughs) time, in the key of C major. All right, no Uh, sharps or flats.
2: That's a G, isn't it? Accidental.
1: Accidentals are happen.
0: (laughs) This is for. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's a little, a little basic compressor down here. It's actually, you know, you can control some. Well, it's actually a compressor plus a three-band EQ plus. Like a room reverb and a like a hall reverb., oh. and that's what you get for. there are some plugins you can do, but they're I don't know they' they aren't the greatest. but yeah. yeah, you can do the basic stuff. So, yeah, we're recording right now. we're, we're getting some decent levels, I think. I'm not gonna put the headphones on. <laughs> I'm just gonna trust them. No, if you it see, it it's, if you it's see it, it's there. Yeah, it's good. And yeah, I can I can adjust it in the mix and stuff. When I did my very first podcast, the Blackout podcast, about the show Flash Forward, it was just my friend and I on one microphone, and we sat like five feet apart from each other. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just yelling at this microphone <laughs> in the middle of the living room, and yeah, it wasn't the best sound, but no we No, you want that
2: close proximity. Yeah, yeah
0: that NPR voice. Yes,
1: <laughs> and today we're going to talk about baby seals wow okay
0: (laughs) let me grab my notes here i wasn't prepared for the baby seal section of the discussion quite yet so i will i will um i I won't do the introduction of you guys now I'll record that separately and like put that before the interview segment and we'll we'll just we'll just get into talking here so um i'm here with jason and melissa katinger as you just heard me introduce them, as uh, they form the musical duo known as Mary Dean. So, you guys, you're a duo. You call yourselves Mary Dean. Where's the name Mary Dean come from? Oh, do we? Your names are not Mary and Dean. I've noticed. They are not. That's you're, our alter ego. You're Jason and Melissa.
1: Well, if we told you, we might have to kill you. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's no big deal. I've
0: died and come back to life many times. <laughs> it's nothing new for me.
1: Well, Mary Dean is a person. It's also a place, and it's the name of a song, "The Ghost of Mary Dean," which will be the title of our second studio album. Okay. Which is written but not recorded yet.
0: Okay. How many studio albums? This is your. your this is the second studio album. What is the first
2: studio album? The first studio <laughs> album to be released, December sixteenth, two thousand nineteen. Twenty nineteen. 2019
0: <laughs> 2019 is don't feed monsters don't feed monsters okay and where does that title come from
1: don't feed monsters is from um actually that's a song that i wrote to myself to scold myself for smoking tobacco
0: really mm-hmm. i don't think i was aware of that
1: yep that's the root of that song and and monsters come in many forms so when I sing it now it's still scolding myself for not feeding this monster or that monster or the other you know a monster could be an unhealthy relationship or or an addiction or I don't know what are other monsters there's lots of monsters Monsters come in many forms.
0: Addiction, like compulsive behaviors and things like that,
1: or or negative thought processes. Right, right. You know, yeah. Um, and getting into ruts. So yeah. And and we ultimately we can choose not to feed that monster, and then it'll go away
0: mm-hmm.
1: because yeah. it, it'll get weaker. I
0: see. That reminds me of uh, I don't know where this comes from. There's like a parable of like there are two wolves. One is like the, the the kind and gentle wolf who will take care of you, and one is like the one who will terrorize you and tear your whole family to to shreds. And like and they and they both exist, but, but which one wins out? And and I'm I'm messing this up big time. But the point is, the one that wins out is the one you feed. Mhm. is the end of that parable. Well, that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't feed the monstrous wolf. Don't feed monsters. <laughs> huh.
1: Well, and the graphics on the album which you can see online and I'm going to give you the graphics. Yes,
0: we'll have all of this in the in the show notes for the episode. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll and we'll have some some selections from the album. Some actual Mary Dean music will 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 be associated with this conversation in the podcast. And by the time, dear listeners, you you're hearing this, the album will be out there. December twenty uh, December sixteenth, twenty nineteen will have already passed. Uh, you're probably listening. You could be listening to this hundreds of years from now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Feed Monsters by Mary Dean. Uh, in addition to the second album, we'll, we'll both be available by then. Hundreds of years from now. No, That's hundreds great. of years from now. Will they be listening to it on Mars? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are listening to it on Mars. Um, they're listening in, to it on Jupiter. I know that. Um, <laughs> they're listening to it on the, the moon Io. Yeah. Of Jupiter, yes. Yeah, yeah. everywhere, um, every day, everywhere. Mary Dean music can be found in the year twenty three forty.
1: Yeah, we're huge on Saturn.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with you guys.
1: Well, but as I was saying with the graphics, um, mm. I, we did this cartoon monster, and my favorite picture is the little tiny little baby monster looking at a carrot. Oh, but carrots are healthy, and yeah, it's only yeah. a baby monster. Oh, it's only a baby monster. Yeah. It's only a little bitty cigarette. There's only a little yeah, bit of cocaine. Yeah. Just one puff. Just little...
0: One little bump.
1: <laughs> not that I do cocaine, but it's a. Mm-hmm. It, but it's only a little bit. Right, and right. And just this once.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's best to, to take a, um, a a completely um, a, a prohibitive policy against <laughs> feeding monsters, a zero-tolerance
1: It's like the plant in um, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was only a baby plant that only wanted a little bit of blood. Just
0: a little drop of blood. Just a... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it can't hurt anything. It's harmless. It's like a gremlin after midnight. Oh, my
1: (laughs) That doesn't get wet.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, you guys, uh, one one thing that's uh, notable here is we all are sitting here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We are all New Mexicans currently. We are all also former Wisconsinites. It's Isn't true. that wild? It is wild. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you, where are you guys from in Wisconsin? Um, f- and how f- did you get here? We.
2: I spent 37 years of my life in Menominee, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. The Menominee that's closer to Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Right. Um,
0: In the northwestern part of the state, yeah. 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 West central. West central, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's like near the Mississippi River, kind of, up in that region. We were near the Mississippi River. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the prettier parts of the state,
2: I would say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Before it flattens out in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's where I'm
0: from. I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) apology accepted. (laughs) Yeah, so you grew up in, in Menominee, and um, what was what was your musical upbringing like? How did how did creativity enter your life, and how did you discover a talent for music and and get the realization that's something you wanted to pursue?
2: Uh, my brother and I, um, Jeremy, mm-hmm. conspired musically when I was I was about. 11 mm-hmm. and he'd be about 15 okay so in about those years of our life we, we formed a punk rock band called rambunctious function
0: <laughs> yes yeah
2: <laughs> i still get complimented wow. on that name today we've been disbanded for how long do some math 25 30 years or something rambunctious
0: function that's like it sounds like a minneapolis funk group <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that prince would sit in with every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> or something but it was a punk band it was a punk band <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. our start um
2: a little bit of a following. Yeah? That kind of grew into, um, into harder metal. hmm That was my interest as a young teenager. Mm.
0: So what, what kind of influences were, were coloring your sound at this point? Slayer. Yeah. Metallica. Sepultura, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Cannibal
2: Corpse. I'm trying to remember all these <laughs> crazy bands I used to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Who came up with Cannibal Corpse? Cannibal Corpse. That's I love disturbing.
0: The <laughs> and it's yeah, <laughs> such disturbing
2: imagery. Yes. Oh and all those albums had the great greatest artwork too. Just... Yeah, yeah.
0: It's but it.
2: I'm just never in that mood anymore, really. Right, right. Rarely was, ever in a mood that I'd even want to want to listen huh. to much metal.
0: So we're in these in these uh, in rambunctious function when you're playing like punk and metal and getting into that like what instrument were you playing Gu- guitar primarily
2: I was I started out playing bass bass okay I was the youngest in the group and my brother was four years older than me and, his, mm-hmm. and our friend uh, the drummer Dan was uh, was older too so I was okay. like twelve years old and we're we're booking <laughs> shows we were actually my brother was doing the the, the legwork in this. Uh-huh. Hiring the venue, the VFW or whatever oh. it was. And they'd be like, okay, they didn't know he was only 15 or 16 right, years right. old. They'd talk to him on the phone. And well, <laughs> as long as you put the deposit down and come over and get the keys, and then all of a sudden, yeah, come 200 punks with combat boots <laughs> storming the joint. And we destroyed floors like oh every time because they have a mosh pit with, with boot marks in a right, circle. Right. So never got a deposit back. I'm right. Sure. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But that was when there actually used to be a music scene, a mm-hmm. punk scene. And this is Eau Claire, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, the Chippewa Valley. And you put flyers up and, and they would show up. Huge mohawks, leather studs, everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the combat boots. Wow. Come to destroy the floor. This is the real deal. <laughs> real <laughs> deal punk rock scene in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yeah. What what year, like early 90s? Uh, we're this talking? we're talking, or very early 90s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. 89, even ninety. Okay, so this is wow. So in a in a general cultural sense, like what's happening around that time, it's like a lot of hair metal is is popular, and like Michael Jackson and Madonna and the whole like yeah. like the whole the eighties stars we all know and and some sometimes love they're they're popular, and then we got these punks up in Eau Claire. Who are destroying floors (laughs) and presumably drinking more than their body weight in Lining Kugels? (laughs) What is what is the plus or minus on Lining Kugels per night? (laughs) How much Lining Kugels did you drink?
2: Well, I I didn't really. I didn't. I was
0: too young. Yeah. Okay.
2: There's too much trouble to be had. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't know. A lot of the, a lot of the attendees. Yeah, they were probably out back drinking whatever <laughs> they could get their hands on. I just like to say Lining Kugels.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lining Kugel. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> there you go. My mother
0: grew up across the street from the Lining really? Kugel factory. Actually. Oh shit! Wow, that's pretty cool, huh? I've always wanted to take a tour of that facility. I've I've drunk a lot of and Kugels in my day. I have as for well. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And so there's there's the punk rock scene, and you're a teen. And and, and and how did you? What what came next? What was the next evolution for Jason Katinger as a as a musician?
2: Uh, I st- I developed more interest in my music just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of, a lot of other music became more interesting to me, particularly. Mm-hmm. The classic rock era stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, Fleetwood Mac was sounding really good to me then. I even discovered Steely Dan. Yeah. Back then, I like the Doobie Brothers, uh Super tramp and mm-hmm. and it you know soul music and yeah. yeah. So you think it, it just started to mellow out, and I didn't want to hear that hard edge. Yeah, yeah. Sound as much anymore.
0: So some elements of jazz are coming into oh, and it. Oh, the police too. The police, yes. Yeah, that was. Okay, like the not the law enforcement entity, but the but the no, three piece. No, but the, the <laughs> three piece British rock phenomenon. Right, right. With Sting oh, right, the Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so definitely diversifying. It's still in the in the in the vein of rock music, but but different elements are coming in. Absolutely. At this point, okay. And like, what what was your what were you as a musician? How were you evolving at this time? Well, hopefully, I was getting better. Yeah. Going from <laughs> three chord, you know. Hmm
2: uh some simp- more simple music to, right um just
0: just playing better mm-hmm. more sophisticated yeah some harmonic sophistication adding the the seventh to the chords <laughs> well Things still like not that. having a clue <laughs> okay
2: musically what it is i was doing but maybe developing my ears and my I my mu- mus- muscle memory mm-hmm. um to get some better sounds
0: yeah uh, Jason, you play a number of instruments. At this time in your life, Like, wh- what are you playing? What are you learning how to play? Like, what, where, where are you at with at this, that?
2: At this time, I'm I'm playing drums. Yeah. And I'm playing guitar okay. a lot. I'm cycling like between the three. Okay. The bass, the guitar, the drums. Yeah, yeah. And I n- have not really been a singer, and only now I'm starting to explore I my see. voice. And, yeah, yeah. And to sing more. That's what I rely on. The lovely Melissa here to mm-hmm. provide some stellar vocal talent.
0: Okay, let's let's switch over to Melissa here for for a second, and let's t- let's talk about you and how you uh, found music in your life, and and how you discovered a, a joy for music, and a, and that you wanted to pursue music and creativity.
1: Well, hello, Matt.
0: Hi, Melissa. It's the
1: Matt Colic, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, I'm here with Matt
0: Colic. Is that not that? That's awesome. It's true.
1: Yeah, it's true. I'm here. So you asked me my musical upbringing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. As a youngster, and, and how you developed it, and yeah.
1: Well, as a young young youngster, I was raised in a musical bubble. My parents were um, and st- still are, we could say, um, just very conservative, yeah. um, fundamental, um, and and limited in mm. what I could listen to. I could only listen to Christian music and classical. Mm. and that's all i was allowed to listen to until i was in the eighth grade and by asking and begging and screaming you know can i please 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 and my my parents finally started letting me bring music home but growing up i listened to the imperials Mm -hmm. and i listened to a lot of gospel Mm. and like a lot like albertina walker gospel and Mm. James Cleveland and I could go on, wow. but just lots of just rich soul. Mm-hmm. Um, some one of my earliest memories, mo- most formative memories, was the first time I heard the choir
3: mm. sing on
1: the top of their lungs. Mm. And that, that was one of the most, I think, one of my most earliest formative memories. Yeah. The, I was about six years old. Mm. My dad tells me I was misbehaving. I'm in church. <laughs> and uh, my dad was an ordained minister, so he sat mm. on the pulpit, and I sat in the balcony with my mom. And I was squirreling around and, and fidgeting and just being misbehaving this entire service. And then as soon as the choir started to sing, my dad said all he could see were these two little eyes. Staring.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah,
1: so I grew up listening to soul singers, and this Mm -hmm. had a huge impact on me as a vocalist.
0: Mm. For sure. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that's that's evident. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you were hit with that, it probably hit you on a, on a number of different levels, on a, an intellectual level as well as an emotional and spiritual level, I would mm-hmm. imagine.
1: And, well, and then I started singing as a soloist. Mind you, not necessarily well, mm-hmm. but started singing as a soloist at the age of six in church. Oh. And then at the age of eight, I was the star of my school's musical, The Music Machine. Mm. I played the lead role. Nancy. Nancy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow.
1: And uh, and Ooh. then and then I became hooked. I'm like yeah. I just every t- chance I got to play or perform. Uh, I, I did took... you see
0: yourself kind of growing up to be a performer, being somebody who that that's what you did?
1: Yeah, just dreams of being on stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I started piano lessons at seven. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, and and just true to myself. Mm-hmm. I, I was really picked it up very quickly. Mm. I had a raw gift. I remember my teacher telling me, you're one of my best students. Mm. And, uh, my dad could see that I didn't apply myself like I could have, mm. and I could have accelerated much more I had I practiced more, but that's okay. Cause I'm making up for it now.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did you, one thing that I found I, I know is true for me is, um, Like, when I picked up the guitar for the first time, it was just easy. And I think that might actually be to my detriment. Like, I didn't have to work as hard as some other people, and therefore I didn't advance as quickly as maybe I could have. It sounds like maybe that is similar to what happened with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. And so... um, where 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 was this happening in in Wisconsin?
1: Oh, actually, no. I that wasn't in Wisconsin. Oh, that wasn't the, in the Wisconsin. The church that I described, that okay. I heard the choir for the first time, was in Kansas City.
0: You were in Kansas City.
1: Yeah, that was. Oh, okay. I was living in Colorado at the time. Oh, and we I didn't were in, realize that. Yeah, I was born in Boulder and raised okay. in Fort Collins, and then we moved for a, a wide variety of reasons. I went to eleven schools, K through twelve, yeah. and then I landed in the Minneapolis area. Okay. And uh, Minneapolis is just across the border from where Jason grew mm-hmm, up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I I ended up getting a job in Eau Claire, which brought me to Menominee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's how that's how I ended up in Menominee of all places.
0: I see. Okay. okay. this is great. We're learning things today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't keep up with it's you need like a you need a board. Right, right. You know, like you yeah, mentioned, fl- yeah, you mean. mentioned flash forward right, and you right. need a board, a like, whole wall with whole like wall documents and photos, with like pins and strings oh, right, and photos right, right. to follow my childhood. Oh, right.
0: The conspiracy that brought Melissa Katinger to.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is amazing. Okay. And so, and so that was kind of your, your journey growing up and you ended up in menominee wisconsin and there was jason katinger Mm -hmm. um how did you guys meet up and and how was music involved in 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 you two coming together oh or how did that spring it's a
2: complicated story to explain
3: well
1: i ended up at an apartment Mm -hmm. in menominee and the the people who lived right across the hall from me right my door looked at their door Mm -hmm. were jason's close friends Okay. And so Jason went over there to see his friends, and I was there because I lived there. Ah. Uh, and that's how we met in short. I see. Um, and then we also met because we were going to the same... Should I should I crack that can?
2: Whatever you want to call it.
1: Okay. We, we also started going to the same cult. Mm-hmm. So... Now, now we're into the good stuff.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: so, so then we became involved in the cult and... and uh, and then it was too late.
2: Mm. And
1: we were together. Mm-hmm. Which we've
2: long since been.
1: We yeah.
0: are no longer a part of. No, right, no, right. So right. is it fair to say you two are former cult members?
1: It is fair to say that, <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that is. Now, no, we is, are former. Is, yeah, re- yeah. Redeemed and, and
0: Yeah, you, you guys are like completely normal, regular people. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me just say that to anybody who's <laughs> aw, weirded out. Yeah, yeah. Except
1: for my bunny and Jake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, stop it. <laughs> so wow, that's fascinating. And it, it, we don't need to get into this too much, but it's 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 really interesting stuff. Like what is the what is the nature of the cult and what was the leader like and how, how, how were you brought in and why, and how did, how did you get out like that? Well, I think that's probably the most fascinating.
2: I'll just talk about getting into it. Yeah. And uh, we're talking about a 19 year old Jason. Yeah. And, um, charismatic leader mm-hmm. and, um, a sense of belonging, a sense of family. Sure. That turns into... We're your family mm. um, those people who raised you they're not as important yeah as yeah. we are cause mm. we're your spiritual family yeah and it comes with uh, a lot of guilt and shame mm-hmm. uh, for behaving in any way other than what the what the group seems deems to be yeah.
0: Well, there's there's a, a group dynamic, and you're kind of w- w- either it's, with it's, them or ga- against them, that yeah, sort if of you, thing. Yeah,
2: if you don't feel like you, you
0: you got a better place to go, this seems like mm-hmm. hey, this is great having all this yeah, yeah. fellowship and and where and, were you in in your life where that that made it so attractive? It, what was there anything that you were like escaping from, or something that you wanted to transcend in your life? Like where where were you? I just personally? wanted
2: to transcend myself at the
0: time, yeah. which was just a young
2: teenager mm-hmm. still. Yeah, did you feel it was a desire? It was a desire to like to to just conquer adult Yeah, and like I'm a grown-up now and then we we shortly after we were we married pretty young
0: I I was 21 and you were 22 when we were finally finally married Okay, and and Melissa you you guys basically joined together with this group or how how did that work?
1: we started going about the same time but separately
0: Like I I started
1: going and then he started going and then we were like, oh, you're going here, you're going Mm -hmm. here. And the, the, that for me was, I was a, when I started going there, I was a 20 year old single mom. Okay. And, uh, and I had a heart and still do of Mm -hmm. wanting to pursue the divine Mm. and wanting to, um, uh, just the spiritual aspect of it and, and the, that air of the cult was
3: mm-hmm.
1: we are right we are doing God's work
2: mm-hmm. we're radical Christians. we are
1: radical and the other people are a bunch of soft peddling milk yeah, toast yeah. half-ass Just posers po- yeah. right we're the ones that are doing it mm. and if you leave here then you are no longer serving God yeah So, and if you leave here, then God, you are walking away from the faith.
3: Mm. And And if,
1: and if God didn't tell me as the church leader,
3: mm.
2: then
1: God didn't tell you.
2: Right. Right.
1: So that's a very dangerous position to put yourself in as a spiritual leader. This
2: place very much had the sense of a a comfortable environment for younger people, college students. Oh, okay. Um, Having long hair, having hippie style. Sure. Totally okay. Yeah. But we're the radical Christians.
0: Uh, We're right. Um,
1: you can smoke on the front porch after service. Wow. Okay, that's,
0: mm-hmm. that's very attractive, very appealing. And <laughs> and lots, of, lots of coffee. Yeah, yeah. Coffee's all right. Smoking yeah. cigarettes, all right. Wow. So well, very welcoming, and, and like, uh, and uh, Melissa, what, what you you were drawn as a spiritual seeker, and um, like, what what was appealing about it for you coming from the background you came from which was so conservative and and you were like limited was there a certain structure about it that that felt comfortable to you what how would you describe that
1: i think it was the sense of family and friendship
0: yeah. okay
1: the um you know, um, I had a, and I don't want to go too much into mm-hmm. it. I've made peace, but yeah. I, I came out of a relationship that wasn't the best okay. with my oldest son yeah, and, and felt very damaged mm. and, um, moved to this community where I knew not a soul yeah, and was very lonely. And it was like this instant, we love you embracing yeah. family mm. and we, we accept you and we will help take care of you. And if, And, uh, and I was working and, but, but if Mm -hmm. I had struggle, you know, if I had trouble, oh, we'll, we'll help you and we'll fix your car, car. you know? So, I mean, it did have its, it did have its, you know, blessings that came with it at the time. And I, I believe that everything that we do in life and Mm -hmm. everywhere that we are in the end works together for our good. Mm -hmm. And I can see how in that state of my life, I might've made unhealthy decisions that might have been worse, mm. and might have been more damaging. Yeah, had I not been a part of that community.
0: Okay. Yeah. So,
1: um, but we were there for eleven years, mm-hmm. and then we had our own idea, and we were surprised that it wasn't blessed by leadership.
0: So up until this point the whole 11 years you were you were good like there was no conflict wow wow it changed like just a light bulb
2: going on wow it 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 was what happened with one conversation um i was given an ultimatum because Mm i i guess the the ideas that we were having for ourselves weren't acceptable yeah i'm like what (laughs) what Uh. oh maybe it's time to grow a backbone Wow. And maybe this is not all cool and it turns out it wasn't. And you and as you talk to people, others who had left before you and some who left shortly after, you start comparing stories and you go, Yeah, this is way, way, way off. There's lies, there's
0: So it all happened very quickly, it sounds like. Like you were true believers right up until that point, basically? Or had some things been simmering in the background? You know,
2: maybe we've always been a little bit of independent thinkers. I sure. think I could have been accused of being an independent thinker all along, but yeah, yeah. Hey, still towing the line. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. It's a process. Okay. Life is a process, and you learn. Okay. And so hey, girl. You, you, you had some ideas about how how things should be and and then all of a sudden you notice... Our,
2: our idea, our independent idea was yeah. to relocate to a okay. different city.
0: Mm. Um, and,
2: yeah, <laughs> and that yeah. was it. And that was it. <laughs> Just we want to go somewhere else. God didn't tell you to you do that. Right. Because he didn't tell me and... So you
0: were basically just kind of shunned or what, what happened? Absolutely. When we
1: left, we were, yeah, then then you are shunned.
0: Wow. And so you have no more ties to that community. No. Basically. The only
1: ties that we have to that community are to people who have left. Yeah. Wow. And there is no friend like one that you have survived a cult with.
0: Yeah. And there are many, actually. Mm-hmm. Those must be just amazing personal relationships to have. Yeah. For sure. Wow. And so that, that, that cult, that group, is still going strong with the same leader? Or what, what do you know about it?
1: it? Um, I am disconnected from it, so mm-hmm. I won't speak for sure. what I, I I only, the last time I checked it online, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. I, I thought I'd listen to a sermon and see if the tone had changed. Sure. If the, if the leader's tone, yeah. you know what I'm, you know, there's a tone of voice, right. a, there's an attitude, there's a spirit. Mm-hmm. And it it just hadn't changed. It was mm-hmm. the same old. Um, felt the same. And so, but that's been a while since I've even looked. And yeah, yeah. and we we're long enough out of there that I I wish nobody, even even the leader, I don't yeah. wish anybody any harm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and I left there bloodied. Yeah. Um, but but that was all a part of my journey. Yeah. And and I feel mended and Good. healed from that.
0: Yeah, so it was a lot of a, a lot of psychic pain to heal. There and and from talking to you, it's my understanding there wasn't any like physical abuse or. Oh weird no, none of that. Stuff none, going sex, on.
1: No sex. No, nothing physical. Nothing. It was really more emotional and spiritual abuse. Yeah, yeah. But that's abuse nonetheless.
0: Of course, yeah, yeah.
1: And spiritual abuse is really. Um,
2: yeah. It's insidious. We shouldn't try to control or manipulate people in, mm-hmm.
0: in negative ways or in any form. Wow. Yeah, agreed. So, wow, you exited from this community and that, that it, like, you must still be kind of healing from that to this day, I would imagine. I, well, I have such a different or... lifestyle. I don't really even
2: think about it all wow. the time. I, I went, early on when we first mm-hmm. left, it's like definitely something you're always talking about and... Yeah, and uh, you think about it every single day, but I I don't think about it all mm-hmm. that often anymore. Was it like a feeling of like just relief and like wow, absolutely? Can do yeah, it was actually now. the first the first Sunday that we decided yeah. not to go. If we we uh, went to this beautiful park in Taylor's Falls, um, mm-hmm. is that way the Wisconsin or mm-hmm. Minnesota side?
1: Well, it's the interstate park.
2: Yeah, It's the interstate park right on the uh, St Croix okay. River between Minnesota and. Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. We were
1: on the Minnesota side. We right? took
2: our kids to the park. Imagine that. And we that. had a picnic <laughs> and we played games. And it was one of the yeah. most blessed Sundays I've ever had in 11 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah wow, and we wow. bonded and connected
0: and uh-huh. healed. Wow. Wow. We did a lot of he- quick healing. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine just kind of rediscovering yourselves and, and who you were as people. And having, having a good apart time. Apart from... Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
1: Well, and that affected our marriage too, because yeah. so much of the dynamic of it was, and to I'm just gonna make you, to very, make you very busy
2: to make you very busy. And
1: and I'm just gonna say it. It it was very much a misogynistic culture. Sure. You know, like uh, Jason, you have a ministry, and Melissa, your job as the mm-hmm. woman is to make sure that he has clean clothes and he comes home to dinner, mm-hmm. and that he has a clean house, and that is how you support him in his ministry, mm-hmm. and he is the leader. And, um... and or
2: Jason, you gotta get your wife under control.
1: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, yeah, there was that too.
2: <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> it seems like we heard an awful lot about uh, the women in a group mm-hmm. being isolated from one another. Yeah, because I think that's a tactic. Because women are intuitive, mm-hmm. and if you're the kind of person that wants to control a group, you might not want the women the getting together, controlling notes and. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, and you can't be emotional.
2: Have, mm-hmm. Can't have that.
1: No, oh you God. can't have emotion. You have logic.
0: Right, right, sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, oh so God. within that being, than that being said, is mm-hmm. like okay, we had to, we had to go through a, a phase of. Now we've been married for many years, and yeah. who are outside you outside of the cult? Who, who are you?
0: Right,
1: do right. I, do I like you? Do I like me?
0: Right, right. <laughs> so, so, how, how old are you guys at, at that point?
1: Thirty and thirty-one.
0: I it was okay. I, it
2: was really close to my thirtieth birthday when okay. was, this came about. Melissa's a year older than me. So. Okay, yeah. I see. I think you said that when you said you're thirty-one. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, I'll, I'll always be a year older, <laughs> oh. except for that one week where I'm two years older.
0: Right. There's that, <laughs> and all the time you spent on the the moon we discussed, Io, where time passes. <laughs> And, and that weekend, you were in the black hole. Where, <laughs> anyway. So, at this point, you're you're in your early thirties. You you come out of this experience in in a cult after eleven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so, what what happens next? What's your next move? Like, what what do you do? And th- this is still what, like, ten years ago.
1: The longer, uh, what year is it now? Twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. This is
0: twelve years ago.
1: This would be twelve years. Okay, ago.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, when it, we left there, um, well, and I grew up in church
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, and then I spent 11 years in a cult in my early, early formative twenties
3: yeah.
1: and, uh, to not go and be a part of a Christian community, mm-hmm. um, would have been too big of a void. Yeah. It would have been just too big of a hole. Mm-hmm. And so we started going to, uh, a church, which is a church in the community and we were there for another eight years. Oh wow, okay. And, um, and, and here's the, the contrast to that. Um, um, we, we became very involved because it's just our style. Mm-hmm. And it's who we are. And um, that group really gave us a tremendous amount of healing. Mm. And um, we, we're still in contact with many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we left... They brought us up and gave us a basket of stuff and sent us uh, off with their blessing. Uh, you know, so the contrast of being in one community and being shunned and now I have to live in town with you and we all go to Walmart.
0: Right,
4: right.
1: And, and you know, you're going to pretend like I don't exist or you're going to, you right, know, right. Tr- come up to me and try and fish for information mm-hmm. so that you can pass it on up to the leadership versus... Right being sent off with blessings and open arms and
0: mm-hmm. you can come
1: back anytime and we love you and we wish you well in New Mexico. What
0: an amazing contrast. It's just, yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And,
0: um, and, and i and that puts the, the previous experience in relief just you, you see even more, I would imagine how, how awful that was <laughs> mm-hmm. now yeah. that you knowing that there is such a, a, a supportive, like genuinely nice community of Christians as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, and so that was a community you were a part of. What are you doing with, with music around this time after you leave the cult? Is, is Mary Dean happening oh, yet? Not no, at Mary all. Dean is not happening yet, okay. um, but we are, like, as Melissa said, we, we would be
2: involved mm-hmm. in church, and that was a lot of music. Yeah, yeah. We, we got called up to, to play a lot of music. Okay. I did a lot of drumming. Yeah. Mostly drumming. Okay. And you played a lot so of keys. It's hard to find a good drummer. <laughs> yeah, drumming—you know—that's not the, and bass playing too. That's mm-hmm. not the the role to give to the most, in my opinion, not the thing to give to the most novice player. Don't—I don't think you should give yeah. a bass to junior over here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you want him,
2: unless you want to give them experience or her experience right, to, right. to develop their skills, I and mean, that's a good and noble thing too. But it's a—it's
0: a very powerful position in a musical group. It is. Group. It's, it's foundational. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, and so that was, you were you played a lot of drums and holding yeah, down and the I tried to section. play good drums. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: and at this time, Jason was uh, doing a lot of pro audio work.
4: Okay,
0: um,
1: yeah. he was. Uh, we had a sound company, and we had stage and speakers and lights and a podium and a skirted stage, and I mean everything. Mm-hmm. Jason and I could have the entire thing set up in half an hour. Amazing. <laughs> Four stage panels that weigh
2: hundred. Uh, 10 pounds a piece. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And just sound playing, Mm -hmm. microphone live, Mm -hmm. half an hour. And you and your brother could do it in 15 minutes.
2: Wow. I preferred you being on my crew.
4: <laughs> get,
2: to, get to save hotel rooms. That's sweet. Yeah,
1: but Jason was doing a lot, of, a lot of sound for music okay. and political events, and both sides of the political sure, sure. spectrum. So don't let me in with one side.
2: <laughs> of course. And, and by the way, n- I wouldn't. Do I, I'm not interested in anybody calling me out to do any political work right now. No.
1: <laughs> but lots of live music. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and I was working so much at this time. Mm. That other than playing at uh, the occasional funeral and at church, I wasn't yeah. really being musical. Mm. And it, it, for me, as a musician, it was—I was getting very bored mm. because a lot of these songs are dadgad. Yeah. And dadgad.
0: Can you explain what you mean by that? <laughs> D
1: A G G A D G D A G.
0: It's, it's just the same basic chords. Yeah, well, see, it's sing along music. It's, yeah, 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 and
1: it's it's written to be easy for people to play. So mm-hmm. like the you know oh like oh Johnny's so good at guitar and mm-hmm. sure he could play CFCG, C-F-C-G, C-F-C-G right C F C G and I was getting bored yeah. and I was starting to lack inspiration mm-hmm. and at some at, during some of that and I'll be it just that it's part of my journey.
0: Is this when um, Donald Fagan entered your life?
1: Donald, no, Donald you know Fagan. Him? Donald Fagan entered my life in, in the cult. No,
0: okay. No, that was fact, another one of our rebellions.
2: Oh yes,
1: and oh, in
0: fact, well, I we was with Steven we and not
1: watching Lost. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh. In fact, I had uh, I had the the cult leaders over for a meeting at my house, and I put together a playlist, mm-hmm. and Donald Fagan's uh, "Snowbound" came on my mm-hmm. playlist. And the two of the leaders, the pastor and the assistant pastor, were ripping this song to shreds. And I mean, and I just sat there just taking it. Like I'm like, I I know Donald Fagan is a genius and I don't care what you say. Right. And and then, you know, I had like a five disc changer and then it went to the next disc Mm. and happened to be playing the next disc in line which was a dvd of star trek the next generation <laughs> and and then all of a sudden the star trek music comes on and then i go up to the disc changer and then put in another disc right, and then play right. it and they those two guys were like wait a minute was that your playlist and i said yes that was my playlist and they both went oh, oh. <laughs> but it was a it's a it's a fond memory for me <laughs>
0: yeah, yourself. <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I I kind of interrupted you. There there was a, a time where in the church you were kind of uninspired, the dad-gad stuff, you were you were looking for something else. Well,
1: and that and I didn't have time. Mm. I mean that I'm glad that that's all that I was given because yeah. that's all I could uh, that's all I could handle. Yeah. Because I was working between the two jobs. I, I'd work up to 60 hours a week and I didn't have time to rehearse. I didn't have time to to practice like I should, and so it was mm-hmm. just a really easy, safe set for me to come in on Sunday morning, and yeah. not make too many mistakes.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, just a nice gig. You're <laughs> keeping your chops up, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but but you know, ultimately, and, and that's it's a it kind of a statement of um, theology. You know, when mm-hmm. we're when we're doing music in church, we're singing to God, and we should be the most technically proficient. Yeah. And, and not let, I'm picking a name randomly. I'm not thinking of any face, um, but not let Susie up to sing because she loves the Lord. There was no Susie. Right, right. But I'm just saying...
3: I
0: can picture a Susie. No, believe
1: me. Oh, but she can't really sing. But she loves the Lord and she wants to sing.
0: Pitchy and bad type. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think God loves that just as much as He loves. Well, it. maybe like, there's a filter that
2: makes <laughs> right, it sound right.
0: good in the end. Right, right. We we don't know what the ears of God and how how they perceive. But us sorry, as Humans please, have to listen. to You're going to cut it. some yes. of this out, right? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you listening, Susie? <laughs> you hear that? Wow, <laughs> and and so this this was what what life was like like for um after post cult but before New Mexico right yeah. so so what what is the next evolution where does Mary Dean start happening and then how do you how do you get out here to the land of enchantment Mary from, from America's Dairyland <laughs> Mary Dean might have started in
2: the year. Well, with a different name, but our, mm. well, mus- we our more serious musical collaboration, we attempted to bring together in 2013,
1: 12 even
2: 2012. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it was Gobo Band.
2: Yeah, okay. I have a cool
1: logo. I'll yeah. send you the logo. An awesome logo, if I do okay. say so myself.
2: This is Gobo
0: Band. G O B O Band. And we did
2: we just did some studio work in our home and, yeah. and wrote a bit of material and it started to fizzle because mm. of these pesky bills we got to pay <laughs> and all this work that we got to do that's keeping us from our inspiration yeah, yeah. what it all leads up to is we finally cashed out mm. and dropped out of society so you you sold your sound business yeah all that you let go sold of. the
0: house sold the sound business sold okay. everything we could find and, and you had been living fairly comfortably in a nice house and like, like normal people yeah yeah, yeah you decided fuck it <laughs> We're gonna, yeah. oh. i just earned this podcast the explicit tag
1: <laughs> well that's pretty much what we yeah. said absolutely yeah and that what we we had a moment of sitting down and and really discussing what do you
2: want to do with your life it is our life what do we really want to do with it I would yeah. like- we want more time yeah. I would like
1: to be a musician. I would like to be an artist. Well, I can't do that here.
2: Mm-hmm. When every single month it seems like no matter how much money you make, yeah, you spend it all. Mm-hmm. We just we'd spend it all every month, I and mean, mm-hmm. like most people, we be living practically paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, and we started getting some weird ideas. Maybe it was all like, all the YouTube videos we watched about solar <laughs> power and ah. you know water catchment and all these great ideas, mm-hmm. and we decided to do it wow
1: and we looked for land for 10
2: months Mm -hmm.
1: and um we started our search in colorado Mm -hmm. and then we we
2: wanted to be in the southwest and then we went to
1: nevada and then we searched in texas then we searched in arizona and we ping-ponged we just danced around Mm -hmm. new mexico the
0: goal being to like find a nice plot of cheap land where we can do what we want good land good land yeah good
2: land because you can find a lot of you know stuff that looks like the surface of mars sure yeah yeah for 500 dollars an acre right and we didn't want that we wanted trees we wanted wilderness we wanted to be in the mountains mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and the universe finally directed us right to the perfect spot i not a regret of yeah and we bought we bought land from afar we didn't have the ability to go and see it wow. other than the incredibly powerful tool that is google earth it can really <laughs> right. give you a lot of information mm-hmm. about a location so we we would we looked at this land on google earth then and mm-hmm. then uh zoomed out see what the neighbors look like <laughs> it turns out there was this we didn't know what it was we didn't know who it was but sure. this property very close to us Looked so well kept. It looked like a mm-hmm. like an organic farm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It had, and then we want to see a certain level of freedom. You know, you want to see yeah. maybe somebody that has a school bus parked on their property, sure. but just like not too much of that. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a good balance of freedom
4: <laughs> yeah, and yeah.
2: sophistication, and uh, you know, good good neighbors. Yeah, yeah. And we we did we did we've totally found some great neighbors, and oh, nobody's yeah. too close. We all have mm-hmm. our
0: space. Right, right. Okay.
1: And, and Mary Dean was, uh, we, we spent about three years building repertoire mm. and, um, uh, February of what year is it? 2019.
0: Right. Listeners, uh, for our listeners, they're it, in 2020, but as right. we sit here as recording sit here, this today, it's, it's,
1: it's 7th, 2019, right, 2019. right now. Yeah. So February of 20 any 18, we had a performance and we, we I got a website up and we're like, yay, we have a website and yay, we did a performance. Mm-hmm. And we put audio from the performance, which is still online. You can listen to it on our website, m-e-r-i-d-e-a-n-music.com. Shameless plug. But we started, we started, <laughs> we, started uh, we looked at this website and we're, our next performance was in mm-hmm. April and it's now Febu- February and we're like that's too long,
2: but we want to be working musicians. We
1: can't go yeah. two months without posting something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, at this time, we we went three and a half years without internet,
3: mm.
1: which I I, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine the. Oh! Yeah, but three. Yes. But so the music that you have mm-hmm. is the music that you have. Yeah. And uh, we the seven thousand songs in your library. Which you might have three or four copies of one song. (laughs) Multiple times. Yeah. You know, you could tell how much we like a song based on how many copies there are of it. Like, I think I have, like, eight (laughs) copies of Jack of Speed by Steely Dan somewhere in my library. I I won't delete any of them, though. Right, right. um... You need backups (laughs) for a song that amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um but, so on our wheel of randomness mm-hmm. um electric avenue by Eddie grant came mm-hmm. on and and we're like, Do you think we could play this
2: acoustic and <laughs> so, electric avenue acoustic <laughs> Accordion. So, acoustic, avenue. acoustic guitar
1: A bass yeah. uh,
2: improvised percussion. I don't remember what things I was beating on
1: so we're like let's <laughs> let's see if we can learn this and I had no internet um mm-hmm. I had to go somewhere else to get the internet to get the wiki article about it, okay. And uh, go somewhere else to upload it, um, but we were able to do that in two days, and we're like, like we gave ourselves a challenge. If we could do this in two days,
3: then we could do it every week. then we
1: could do this every week, and we have enough un, of an archive mm-hmm. that. And so that really, what what that was is more.
2: It's, it's kind of for us
1: forcing us to learn a song and expand your repertoire, and mm-hmm. you have to do something every Monday. Mm. And so it was a great way to get us to learn new songs and to constantly pick songs that are too yeah. hard for you. Yeah. And if you keep picking songs that are too hard for you, mm-hmm. then you'll get better.
0: Mm. That's, a, that's a great habit building exercise, <laughs> like just to keep yourselves in shape, to keep learning.
1: Right. And yeah. so, so even if very few people have heard it, it still mm-hmm. has made us better musicians. Right.
0: Yeah. And and there it is online on MaryDeanMusic dot com
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, for anybody like all all of you you do one of these every single week.
1: This week is ninety four.
0: Ninety four. So listeners, by the time you're hearing this, they will uh, be Mary over Dean will be. Oh, and yeah. we do
1: have a hundred episode. Wow. Planned like okay. a, a one hundred episode special a special one hundred special one hundred will be coming. I don't have the date because okay. Well, it's it'll be six weeks from to Monday.
0: Okay. And so you, you have your song of the week, but you're also songwriters. you create your, your, you, you compose your own music. How does that process work with the two of you as collaborators? How does that process work? <laughs> it just seems to happen when it does like um, I've heard of like in a lot of situations, like one person's driving the bus, the other person's throwing ideas, and then they switch off. But how does it work for you for you guys? It's, a
2: lot of times it does start with it, it starts with music with, yeah. uh, with a good guitar riff or something. Okay. Uh, some part of the instrumentation, piano maybe. Mm. Um, doesn't that seem to be a little different every single time we write a song? We don't yeah. really get in a song writing rut.
1: Most of the time, you will come up with a music bed. And if I have a wave of inspiration, the lyrics come like a flood.
2: They do. Mm.
1: And then okay. I'm like, Notebook,
2: notebook. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: And then I'm, Where's my notebook? <laughs>
2: yeah that's
3: exactly that's Write how it, it down. is that's what she
1: sounds like. and I keep playing that yeah and, yeah and then I'll be humming and writing lyrics and okay. and most of the songs we've written uh, have been mostly written in one session.
0: Wow okay and, and that's pretty typical like Jason you'll come up with like a, an idea like that, a, that's a couple the of more chords, typical like a number of something. them too have been like um,
2: a, just a riff that mm-hmm. could be old it could be like a year old two years sure. old even. And then finally, I start playing it, and all comes together. We just pulled one out of the vault. Wow. It's a good tune. I think it's a good tune. <laughs> just just last week, we you pulled a music bed out of the vault from like Gobo Band days, 2013. Wow. And I always wanted you to collaborate with me, and you were too busy at the time. But now that we live here in the land of time and freedom, mm-hmm. you like you yes. started writing a song to it, and wow. then it, then it was a then it was quick. It was done in an hour. Wow, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Huh. After it waited for uh, right six right. years. Yeah, incubated for a long, long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fascinating. Okay. And, and is that? Uh, do you ever find the process working in different ways? Where Melissa, you start with an idea, and Jason, you come in with, or like? What I rarely ever write lyrics. Okay. I have some.
2: Okay. Uh, but that usually doesn't come from me. Usually, it's music and then
0: some lyrics. Yeah. Okay. And then, as you're coming up with the lyrics, the the melody kind of comes with that, or
1: the melody comes first. Okay. And then the the pictures, the vision.
0: Ah. Uh, okay. The
1: the what what is the image that the words are representing?
2: Mm-hmm. You want to pick words. You want to pick words that sing well. Yes. Those power words at the mm-hmm. right time. Yeah. 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 That's so important. You <laughs> tweak you tweak all that out, and then you just. And, and, Sculpture baby. Mm-hmm. And
1: not all of my lyrics have to rhyme, mm-hmm. but some of them do. Yeah,
0: rhyming is overrated. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard the rhyming song?
1: <laughs>
0: no, tell me all
2: about Let's the rhyming all song. Let's sing
1: the rhyming song, the rhyming song, the rhyming song. Let's take turns and rhyme together, the rhyming song. I was hungry, now I'm not, the rhyming song, the rhyming song. Because I'm... I ate some beans and grapes.
0: I'm noticing something about this song. Right, son. <laughs> Yeah, that's the idea. Not a single rhyming They're word in it. Let's we'll give some credit. That's right, the right. Muppets. The
1: Muppets. Yes.
0: That is, yes. <laughs> a, a Muppets property. That is Muppets intellectual property. Are we going to get a <laughs> cease and, rhyming and for that one? <laughs> Probably. God yeah. oh, damn
3: it. <laughs> um, so okay,
0: and so that that's that's the writing process. Do you find uh, Melissa like what I found with lyrics is sometimes it's like not about what the word is; it's more about like how the word sounds. Yeah, and, and, you know, like it might not be exactly the right word in terms of prose, but in terms of like the song, like that sentence makes sense because of those words and the way the consonants and vowels fit together.
1: Right. I I often pick words that are not typically used in that sentence form and a good example of that is we have a song named Sophie which will also be on our second album Ghost of Mary Dean. Um, Sophie has a lyric that says um, and and the picture if if you can envision this it's it's a girl who's overseas okay and uh, is now in a doctor's office and is being told that she has a chronic illness Mm from a doctor who doesn't typically speak English. Uh, so the so the lyric that I chose was the diagnostics say you will soon no longer walk. Uh, Where we wouldn't say diagnostics right, in right. in the term of medical, you know. Yeah. You know, we would say something more like your test results or Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, That's cool. So that would be an example of a word that it, but but it's trying to paint that picture of this is somebody and then the next lyric gives yeah. it away that she's in Morocco. A um, Moroccan sunset and a daybreak, she was gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's such cool rhythm. I mean, just those words, like diagnostics <laughs> is like a rhythmic word. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah. I, I like, hmm. I, I like, um, one, so one of my biggest um, influences for lyrics is Cheers for Fears of all groups. Ah. They have so many colorful abstract Mm -hmm. um just really they paint beautiful word pictures Mm. and uh yeah and they're one of my biggest musical influences yeah yeah i wanted to marry roland doorsable in the eighth grade and he didn't know
0: that's (laughs) yeah if only (laughs) if only he (laughs) somehow were made aware (laughs) wow where where would we all be today i
1: don't know (laughs) i don't know so, wow. but instead, we named our dog Roland.
0: Yeah, it's a good backup <laughs> plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. And so, as you're making this music, like uh, we talked about, how you came to New Mexico and you 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 got this this piece of land. Um, you you literally built your house. By yourselves, with your own two <laughs> hands, basically, with a little help. A lot of right? that, with a little help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some great help when it came to... Like, you are... you. I just want to let listeners know, like, you are in remote boonies, like, far from, like, civilization. Like, yeah. this is where you are making music. If you want and- <laughs> to buy
2: beer, you have to... It's going to take you an hour and a half to get... To the Mm -hmm. beer store.
3: (laughs) And then you want to get that
2: back home again. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, you're talking three hours round trip to go get stuff. And then uh, just anything. Yeah. Just so listeners know, like, this is the setting where your creativity is happening. Do you find that that, like, is a benefit to your creativity it's amazing yeah it's an absolute
2: amazing benefit to creativity to mm. to wake up and look at the views and feel the serenity mm-hmm. to feel the, the peace and uh, mm. yeah you're just unhindered then yeah for me that's how it works so that i need to feel free and unhindered to yeah get into the creative process yeah
1: and it's and beautiful nature has been a big source of inspiration for a lot of our lyrics mm. and because you know I go outside and there's the wilderness oh yeah. you look,
2: look out the window across, this,
0: across our road yeah. oh look it's like 20 elk yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: They're huge.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's an unusual experience for most Americans. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful.
1: Yeah, we go outside and we can see the Milky Way, and if yeah. the moon's not, you know,
0: we turn all our
2: lights off. It's you could build an observatory there. Mm-hmm. This the sky is so clear.
0: Wow, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, and then we've lost two cats to coyote this year.
0: Wow. Yeah, and that's a thing that happens mm-hmm. where you live. And yeah, we also
1: yeah. have bobcat and mountain lion. Wow, and the very very occasional bear sighting.
0: Okay. Wow. Like So that that is where you're, <laughs> this is where Mary Dean music springs the from. That's where it comes from.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And which is uh, about two and a half hours from Albuquerque.
0: Yeah, Albuquerque is so. where we're sitting right now, which is where I live. It's not too hard to go find a, a real city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yes, you you guys are acquainted with civilization. You come here, you you play some shows here every once in a while. You're also uh, you have been recently recruited as my backing band. Yay! <laughs> so you guys have been learning all the. We're work. huge fans. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Privileged to be part of your music. We're group. really
1: honored, really.
0: Yes, and I'm honored to to have you guys. Because
1: I love you, yes, and I love your songs.
0: Well, oh, thank you. I love the way you guys approach the songs. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Where are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> no I just I just wanted to mention to the listeners that yeah I, this this is a, a relationship that is more than just this podcast interview like uh yeah th- these guys Jason and Melissa are, are forming my backing band and uh, we've been rehearsing the last several months here and there it's you know there are some challenges associated with the fact that the, we live two and a half hours from each other but it's happening it's working um and yeah lo- look for look for our our forces to be joined in public soon um if not all ready by the time you listen to this so yeah that's very exciting i'm very excited by the fact that you guys are learning my songs and are, are playing them with me um yeah so yes w- what else exciting is happening <laughs> you guys uh, let's let's try to land this plane we are let's talk about mary dean and you have two albums coming out that uh, the first one will probably be out by the time listeners get to hear this and that's the aforementioned don't feed monsters mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that. That is the debut Mary Dean album, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It is. It is the debut album. Yeah.
0: Uh, it, how many songs? Or what is? What uh, is it? Mostly original stuff. It, it's all original. Okay.
1: It's the we're doing a digital release on December 16, thousand nineteen, of okay. ten songs, and um, if. For those who want to buy the disc, it will have mm. two bonus tracks and a couple of the tracks will be extended. Ooh. And then you'll also get album art and a nice little booklet with all of the lyrics.
0: That sounds really nice. Yes, and and the songs are great, friends. I can tell you that. But also uh, the the design, uh, the the artwork. There's stuff to look at. There's stuff to touch. There's stuff to think about. Yes, it's it will be a feast for for most of the senses. I would say. Um, So that's the first album, "Don't Feed Monsters," Uh, and you mentioned a second album.
1: This as soon as we release "Don't Feed Monsters" a week from tomorrow. Well, Saturday, a week from day after tomorrow. Uh Then we're immediately going to start recording the ghost of Mary Dean.
0: All the material has been written. It's
1: been the the songs are written Mm -hmm. and just need to be recorded. I see. Okay, step out. (laughs) Okay,
0: Jason is going to leave the room, presumably to. uh, Who knows? Go across the
3: hall.
0: Who knows what Jason does? And so. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Guys, we had to take an emergency pee break <laughs> in the middle of discussing Mary Dean's upcoming releases. So the the the, sec- <laughs> the second Mary Dean album is going to be called The Ghost of Mary Dean. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, you have the songs written. It's just a matter of recording that, which will happen after the release of the first album. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And so when do you envision the second Mary Dean album being released?
1: Well, if... Tw- if Steely Dan can take 20 years to release an album, then... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, would like no. it, I would like it to be done much sooner than within the year. Within yeah. 2020, Maybe 2020
0: 2021. That seems like a good goal. But no date is set on that. Okay. No. Okay. Oh. It's, it's imminent. But it is uh, prioritized. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that's great. So how, many, how many original songs would you say you have?
1: Oh,
2: my
0: goodness.
1: Oh, gosh. I repertoire. don't know. Oh, golly. <laughs> um... Dozens,
0: yeah, Over but 40. not hundreds. Yeah. Okay, okay, somewhere between <laughs> between twenty four and ninety nine, <laughs> something like that. Right. It's okay. probably some. It's probably somewhere in the twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, what um, besides these albums? Let, let's talk about twenty twenty. What else can we can we look forward to for Mary Dean?
1: Well, we hope to perform as often as we can,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. We're working on our summer schedule. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And...
2: Write more music. Writing more
1: music. And just... We'll we'll keep everybody posted on our website. Yeah. Okay. Our website is updated every Monday.
0: Okay. Yes. You have your song of the week every single Monday. There's new material.
1: Every Monday. And we also update... I don't know how you
0: guys do it, but you
1: do it. And we also update our shows page. We update... Mm -hmm. um, We update anything that we can update, we do.
0: Okay, and the best place to find you guys is com, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay.
1: And if you like us, please like us on Facebook, Twitter, Reverb Nation, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever you do. Okay. YouTube
2: yeah, you're, is you're the other there. big platform we're using right now. Ah, uh, yes. Some, several, many videos up there right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some okay. of them are performance videos, some of them are, are audio videos that just have a little eye candy on them. Right, right. Okay.
0: Um, Okay, and uh, is there anything else you guys would like to add or say, mention to to the Matt Collick Show audience? (laughs) Thanks for
2: having us, Matt. Of course. It's been a fantastic time talking with you about music and... (laughs)
0: Cold. Yes. What else? This is great. I I think my listeners, this will be right up their alley. Um, And and listeners, I don't know if this this is apparent to you, but this is the very first interview being recorded for the Matt Colick Show podcast. Um, I'm not sure if this will be the first episode that gets released, but right now you're listening to the the initial interview for the Matt Colick Show podcast, and I'm happy that it was with you guys, Mary Dean, Jason, and Melissa Katinger. Um,
1: and thank you for pronouncing our name correctly. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. How, what are some? You've been, been practicing. I have been. I Most have people been. can't do it. What are what are some of the ways people pronounce your name?
2: Kattinger.
0: Kattinger. But
2: I, it's what it looks like. That's uh-huh. how it looks like. It should be said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. K a d i n g e r. Yeah, mm-hmm. people like. People can be forgiven for pronouncing it that way. Was uh, well, there's a lot of names as uh, as folks immigrated here from other parts of the planet. Yeah, yeah. I bl- think it was Kettinger.
0: Yeah? With an E instead oh, of an okay. A. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Huh. My last name in Colic. Was it's K-O-L-L-O-C-K, but it used to, it's actually French, we found out, and it used to be C-O-L-L-O-C-Q-U-E. Um, and it turns out there were people in my family who were um, on the wrong side during the Revolutionary War, and they had to flee to Canada, um, and and change the spelling of the name around. And then many many decades later, they came back into the United States, into like Minnesota and Wisconsin, apparently. Interesting. Yeah, that's fun yeah. fun stuff. How that works. Anyway, <laughs> we've been here with, with Mary Dean. Visit marydeanmusic.com. That's M-E-R-I-D-E-A-N music.com. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of the Matt Collick Show. Yeah,
3: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Yeah, that was great. Those guys are great, right? Yeah, they're, they're really fun people, super nice people, and they make great music. They're fantastic musicians. Um, and you should get into them. I'm so happy to be acquainted with them. We actually met uh, via the Tiny Desk Contest last year in 2019. Uh, they entered a song. I entered a song. Uh, we I commented on their video. They commented on mine. And that started a relationship that continues to this day. Um, you can see their uh, 2020 entry for the Tiny Desk Contest uh, if you go to their website. Uh, it's also on their YouTube channel. Uh, you can see my entry when I get around to doing it <laughs> All right. Uh, now here is the song uh, from their album Don't Feed Monsters. Here's Mary Dean with the song The Laurel Tree. And uh, fun fact, I am singing on this song, a very deep part that might not be audible unless you have headphones on. But nonetheless, I am on this song and I'm super proud to be a part of it. Uh, check out their music uh, and, uh, and all that. I hope you enjoyed this song. I'll be back to close this thing out, OK? All right.
4: i yeah.
3: Stay. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, what an amazing piece of music. Uh, what an amazing musical duo, Mary Dean. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a lot of fun for me. Honestly, I'm just super excited to finally get this podcast out there. Two episodes in one day I, I've, I've completed now. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to them. Uh, if you haven't listened to episode number one, that's where I get into kind of my story and what I'm all about and what this podcast is all about. Uh, so check that out, uh, episode one of the Matt Collick Show podcast. Uh, check out Mary Dean at, at marydeanmusic.com. I can't stress enough how how great they are and how much you should be supporting them. Uh, again, their website is Dean music.com m-e-r-i-d-e-a-n music.com follow them on all the social media all that stuff um i'm sure i'll have them back again on another episode whenever they get into town Um, they live about two and a half hours from here so, yeah, that was uh, that was Mary Dean. That was the laurel, the laurel Tree. You also heard Melody number 5. Uh, check out their album, Don't Feed Monsters, wherever you get music. Um, and me, Matt Colick. Uh, I'm the host of this show. I'm also a musician. Uh, find my music on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Uh, visit my website, mattcolick.com, M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K.com. Uh, Sign up for my email list, uh, do all the things, uh, visit the blog, read the blog, uh, you know, check me out, uh, do all that stuff. Follow me on social media. Ooh, ooh, and the Patreon. This, this is so important for patrons. Uh, You are helping me build a community and uh, through your help, I'm going to be able to do it faster. Uh, You can do that by visiting patreon.com slash Matt forward slash Matt subscribers at the $5 level, there's a $1 level. Then, uh, the next one up from that is the $5 level. Uh, they get interviews. They get to listen to interviews from the podcast before anyone else, before I release them here. So, uh, people who subscribe to me there were able to listen to this interview with Jason and Melissa of Mary Dean, uh, for like almost a week now. So that's pretty cool. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, please subscribe and leave a review. Um, Write an email to me at matt uh, at mattkollick.com. That's matt at M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K Looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, stick around. There's going to be more coming this week or uh, in your podcast feed from me. I'm going to be uh, putting out the episodes with interviews with Melissa Rios and Kira Holt soon, too. So, guys, thanks for being here. I love you. Uh, keep it fresh. Keep it real. Keep it tight. And I'll see you uh, the next time. It's Bye-bye.
4: The Mass College.